Welcome back to another awesome episode of From the Couch. Tonight, we are putting our rivalries aside and doing a mock draft together like a three-headed hydra. I have with me Jerome. Good evening. And Kieran, what's up, buddy? You did a great job reading that, but I'm proud of you. Also, moment of silence for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Moment of go fuck themselves. That never, too. Never will I ever participate in anything pleasant for those fuckers. Fun, fun fact for you. They have the same amount of playoff wins or playoff series wins since 2004 as the Atlanta Thrashers. Oh. So good for them. Woof. That wow. is one. That number you were looking for, it's one. Oh, I know. <laughs> wow. Matt Sundin. Mm. Where are you? Anyway. So before we get started with our mock, I did want to bring up perhaps the biggest question floating around football fans right now. It seems like a trade is eminent for Julio Jones to leave Atlanta. And I mean, if you believe all of the rumors, give or take 31 out of the 32 teams are vying for his services. So I wanted to open it up to you guys, especially right before we do our mock. Where do you think is most likely for him to end up? Karen, we'll start with you. Yeah, so for me, I think it's funny. I don't think it's a rumor. I think it's definitely going to happen. Um, Shannon Sharp doesn't break that news lightly um, <laughs> when he's violating when he's violating uh, third party recording laws, but it's fine. Uh, but anyway, I think uh, a big, I think a, a good fit for him if the Packers want any kind of shot at trying to keep Aaron Rodgers there, which it seems like they'll do anything at this point. I'd be surprised. It's like, Hey, why don't we give him the one thing he's asked for for the past five fucking years and, you know, give him a weapon in Julio Jones. I don't think that's the most likely one. I think most likely um, is the the rumor that's been floating around that he'd be going to Tennessee. Um, I think they have a lot of room for him. I don't know if they're, I don't think they're necessarily spending a lot of money. Um, Another weapon for Tannehill is definitely good seeing as he's, forgettable at quarterback and that defense basically runs through Derrick Henry. So obviously you can't smash the ball through the offensive and defensive line a hundred times a game, which they've tried, but I think another <laughs> weapon for Tannehill is, you know, it, it's, it's what Tannehill needs. He's a system quarterback. If you give him another person to throw to, he'll figure it out. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, for what it's worth, by the way, I don't think that whole charade on undisputed was legit. Like, I think that was 100% planned. Oh, no, it was 100% planned. I just think it's funny. Oh, yeah, it was. Um, and you're just like, all right, bye. So, sorry, man, we got to go. We're recording. And yeah. then, like, Julio just, like, didn't react to it. I feel like if he was just, like, if he was actually been like, wait, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 100%. Um, okay. Rome? So, it was funny you mentioned that uh, my barber and I were having a discussion about that while watching SportsCenter where I was getting my cut. And uh, I love how Shannon Sharp sacrificed all of his credibility with football players for for that tidbit. Yeah, Julio Jones. <laughs> like, if I was a football or if I was any professional athlete, and Shannon Sharp had my number and called me, I would never again answer the phone for him, like ever. Nope. Like that's a huge violation. No, I'm not just a, you know a lot of uh, recording laws, um, but also of just like <laughs> trust. Like you, yep. you completely fucked that up now. Um, I think there is an absolute zero chance that Julio Jones goes to the Packers uh, simply yeah. because 
Um, Devontae Adams had a much better season than Julio Jones did uh, last year. And um, so it's like, he doesn't, he doesn't need him. Mm. He had a player that was better than him. That, that, that performed much better than him this year. Like, why would you want a one more year older guy? That's like, I mean, like maybe, but you know what, you know what Devonte Adams can do. You, you just did it, you know? Um, and then you decided to kick a field goal. So, yep. There it is. Never okay. forget. Yeah. Um, having Julio Jones on the team wouldn't have, wouldn't have changed that. Um, but uh, not talking about the, so I, I don't, I don't see that happening. Um, I see the Seattle Seahawks. Gross. I know you don't like hearing that. Damn straight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, personally, I think he'd be a much better fit playing for the Cardinals, but I mean, if he wants to play for the Seahawks, I mean, then that's what he's going to do. Yeah. I mean, the Seahawks, the, the only problem there is that like all they talk about is how they want to run the ball more and run the ball more. And I don't think, they want Russell Wilson to be chucking the ball enough times for a trading for Julio to make any sense. You know what I mean? Like, like, cause then you've got Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf and Julio, and it looks good on paper. It's just, I don't think it's a big enough pie. Um, speaking of pie and it not being big enough. I think the most likely place for him to go is new England. Honestly, I think, I think Julio now, the thing, the thing that's very interesting about this is that Julio has zero power in all of this. He's got that fabricated player power where they speak up and they say this, that, and the other thing. But at the end of the day, the team doesn't need to give a shit about what Julio Jones wants. They could do the Detroit well, Lions thing. Sorry, go ahead. Well, that, it all depends on his. It all depends on his contract. If he has a, you know, if he has a no move clause in his contract, he essentially would get the pick where he wants to go. Um, I'm sure there's it's listed somewhere in his contract that there's probably a list of teams where they can't trade him contractually. Negative, there, negative. There is not. Um, really, dude, he needs a new fucking agent. Well, I I don't think that when the contract was signed a couple of years ago that there were ever any ideas that he would move on. I don't think True. pretty much anyone thought he would. But anyway, I honestly believe that the NFC is out of bounds because Atlanta's just not going to want him in their conference. And I think if I'm the uh, Falcons and I'm looking at all the different draft picks that I might be getting, you really want to be taking a draft pick. that's going to be most likely the highest. And I don't think the Patriots, even with Julio are likely to be a lower draft pick than the chargers or the, Seahawks in this case, the Packers, you know, any of the, any of the aforementioned uh, suitors. So either way, all that aside, um, we are going to simply draft tonight with the premise that he's a big question mark. Uh, similarly, we'll be drafting with the question mark in mind of Aaron Rodgers. No one really knows yet. Um, I think the assumption is that he's going back, but it, there's no certainty. So, with that said, for our mock draft, we are going to set it up as similarly as we can to our own uh, league of record. So it's going to be 12 teams, random draft order, and PPR. The roster spots are going to be 
one, uh, the starting roster spots are going to be one quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, one flex, a defense and a kicker. And then there's going to be six bench spots. The format of how we're going to do it, we're going to go around the table. Someone's going to take the lead on a pick. We'll do it on a rotation. And they're going to kind of dive into who they think they would like to pick. We'll give feedback. We might argue, uh, maybe suggest someone else. But at the end of the day, that person has the trigger. All right. So here we go. It's time to do, 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 do. I'm so proud of that. Was that Yu Gi Oh? You're goddamn right. <laughs> All right. I'm going to click the randomizer now, and we have the 12th pick. A blessing and a curse. The old 12 1, the old switcheroo. <laughs> the old switcheroo. All right. There, is there an unlimited timer on this? There is an unlimited timer on this. Okay, that's awesome. Oh, thank God. So, as you can see, uh, first overall, there was actually kind of a shocker. So it went McCaffrey, Kamara, Cook, Barkley, Tyreek Hill, interestingly enough, at five, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Aaron Jones, Zeke, Adams, Devontae, that is, Nick Chubb. So, boys, who wants to take the first pick here? Who wants to start us off? I'll give her a go. All right. There's been a bunch of running backs, 10 running backs already. Right. So with, um, with mine, I'm going to go a little outside the bag here. I pulled up here um, the Sports Illustrated uh, mock draft um, EPR with their uh, taking a look at here. I'm going to go Travis Kelsey, man. Um, mm. He's a guy, you know, probably the best tight end uh, in the draft, you know, you maybe want to argue Kyle Pitts, but as a rookie, that's obviously, you know, going to be up in the air. Uh, Kittle's coming off of an injury season. I think Kittle's the best tight end on the board. I think he's a first-round talent. Um, he gets touchdowns. He gets yards. He's just an all-around, all I think he's the best tight end available. And I think I, if he's if he's sitting late in the first, I think you got to take it. If you have any kind of want of taking him, you got to take him late in the first. Well, and what's nice is we do get the back-to-back. So, you know, whoever we right. take, we've got another crack right after it. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, Jerome, what do you think? Travis Kelsey is definitely a bold choice. Um, you know, they're, with the back-to-back, it allows us some options. Um, you know, we don't have to worry about, you know, what you know losing something else. Um all the best wide receivers are definitely off the board. Uh, it's, you know, I feel like we can, we could do all right picking some, picking some good wide receivers at this point. So uh, I would definitely say Travis Kelsey. Yeah. It's kind of out, out of left field, but since with the back to back, we could pick uh, a really good wide receiver as well. So. Okay. So Travis Kelsey, it is. And look at that. The the system said it was an excellent pick. Wonderful. So Jerome, we will go with you uh next. This and that's an kind of a it's kind of a no-brainer, gents. I'm gonna go with Stefan Diggs. Okay. So second okay. year with the system. Um, 
proven worker. Uh, he's going to be more on point with with uh, with tall guy, uh, Josh Allen. So <laughs> I, I'm not going to I'm not going to blink twice at picking Stefan Diggs. So my only thing, my only thing about this, and we can see the tears here, is that you just love hating the Bills, don't you? No, no. <laughs> I, I hate not taking a running back with one of my first two picks. So, I mean, if you do it, I mean, you really want to pick Jonathan Taylor? You don't need to take Jonathan Taylor. He is on the board for everyone else listening. Um, also available, Cam Akers, Joe Mixon, Antonio Gibson, and at the end of the day, you could see from the from the top right part of our screen here, we're going to be sitting by while a lot of things happen. I think that whole next tier of running back is gone. Um, Got Najee Harris. I think, I think Najee goes, man. I mean, if you do this, you're, you're, you're planting your flag that you're just going to sit and wait for a running back. Karen, what do you think? I mean, I, I love the pick as well. Um, I think in terms of wide receivers, the, you know, the big names that are going to get you there are essentially gone. Um, you know, Najee Harris, he may be gone, but, you know, I don't know if uh, CEH is going to necessarily be gone by the time we come around again. Um, so I think he's, he's a viable pick there. Um, Antonio Gibson's probably gone. Um, J.K. Dobbins, who had a very good year last year, he's going to be sitting around uh, where we'd be picking. So I think there's there's you know while they're not a one running back, I think getting an you know relatively a one wide receiver you know the best wide receiver available early second round I think that's a good pick. Okay, so Stephon Diggs on the board. Well, off the board, we picked it. Thank you. Yes, my apologies. All right. Okay, so this actually Dobbins is still out. on the board. Yeah, this worked out awesome in our favor. Um, You're so, welcome. <laughs> after we picked, um, there was a huge run on receivers. So Hopkins went, Ridley, yeah. DK Metcalf, AJ Brown. Imagine that. <laughs> Jonathan Taylor went at the 206, which would have been a huge steal. Um mm. Someone picked Mahomes at the bottom of the second. Go figure. Yeah, which I think is realistic, by the way. I think that's that shit's going to happen. Kyler Murray. Man, some Gross. joker picked fucking... Kyler Murray in the second round? Wow, wait for it, wait for it. Julio Jones in the top of the third. Julio Jones in the middle of the third. And then Noah Fant two picks later. Someone wow. had a crack at Najee Harris and said, nah, let me take the guy who's got a total question mark of a quarterback. And I, I love Noah Fant, but like, man. Okay. Somebody picked up, somebody picked up Michael Thomas in the third round. What a joke. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, gents. So I have the next pick here. Um, I really think we need to go running back. Um, I concur. Agreed. I, since we've got the back to back, I don't always like going, with two similar um, players as my one and two running back. And by that, I mean, right now, who's available? DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins. And they're both sophomore running backs. Um, Because we're doing this as a team, I'm actually going to go with Dobbins because I just like him more. And 
I mean, do we think we're going to go Swift and then Dobbins? Karen, you're next. Because between the two of go, them. I, sorry. Uh, between I, mean, the I, was, them, I, was, I wasn't going to go DeAndre for, the, for my pick. So that's the thing is I think, I think that Dobbins is more in line for a better season. Honestly. I agree. Okay. He's who I would have picked. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take JK Dobbins here and Rome. You're good with it. Yeah. Yes, sir. All right. Karen, you are up next. And this is our first pick in the fourth, right? That is correct. So we've got another long wait ahead of us. Um, available players, you know, next on the, uh, the old top 300, if you will. DeAndre Swift, Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, Mike Evans, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore. So there's a whole class of receiver, really. And it's a quick, you know, replay. Right now we've got J.K. Dobbins, Stephon Diggs, and Travis Kelsey. So we've knocked out the ones of our team, essentially. Mm-hmm. What do you got, bud? I mean, I think we're, we're all in agreement. It's too early for a quarterback right now, right? I concur. Yeah, okay. I mean, well, Josh Allen is available. He's certainly not going to make it back to us, but I would, yeah, me personally, yeah, I but would in wait. ranking, he's the he's number two. I mean, we we will have in the next in with our next pick, we have our choice of still many in the top ten, right? Yeah, and I and I honestly think that the difference, Josh Allen's a different beast, obviously, but I think the difference between quarterback like five and quarterback nine, not much. Personally, it's those top three, and then it's a huge drop off, and then there's, and then it's, it's pretty yeah. bunched out. Yeah. I'd agree. So okay. All right. So, um, I don't think I'm gonna go DeAndre Swift. I... See, go I ahead, didn't want to do the Homer pick. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring um, at him like, just say it, just say it. <laughs> no, because I'm waffling between him and Godwin, um, and I'm leaning Godwin. Godwin has well, a guaranteed quarterback situation. Man, I couldn't. I couldn't. Well, I mean, I mean, so I mean, so does Cooper. I mean, no, he doesn't. Well, for injury wise, for injury's sake, it's not like they're going to not start Dak if he can play. So, so if he can play, he's still questionable. He's he hasn't even finished all of his rehab yet. So real, real quick. Right. So that's that's why I was leaning more Godwin because because, and he had a good year last year with Brady hawking the ball to him. I concur. Here, here's what so I. Would- is that for, for those not looking at the same board we are, we're talking about 14, 15, and 16 uh, in these rankings of Amari Cooper, Chris Godwin, Robert Woods, Mike Evans. And I disagree with both Amari Cooper and Chris Godwin. And the point is that in both systems, they're going to be fighting with two other big targets. Uh, and by big, I just mean people who eat up targets. Amari Cooper's got C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, Zeke catches a lot of passes in this scheme. Chris Godwin, he's got to face up with whoever the tight end is in Tampa next year. Um, he's got Mike Evans, obviously. And, you know, Brady just spreads the ball. You know, it could be, you know, Scotty Scooter Miller that day catching all the passes. I would, I would personally lean towards Robert Woods. I think Woods has one other target that's big. Woods, we've seen it for the last oh, look, three years. look, another homer pick. I, yeah, okay, but Robert Woods, we've seen it for the last three years. Dude's dude's a lock for 90 catches and 900 yards. And he's going to get a better quarterback. So if it's going to be a receiver, 
personally. And Kieran, I mean, it's your pick, but I, I would lean towards a guy who's got less competition. I don't know. I think I still got to go Godwin. Okay. Chris Godwin it is. Shocking. DeAndre went right after. Huge <laughs> run on receivers. Mark Andrews went. Josh Allen waited until the fifth round. Wow. Mark so much Jackson. of Tyler. All right. After that, okay. Mark, Amari Cooper went. Swift, Deontay Johnson, DJ Moore. I'm not going to read through all these. Let's just get to the surprisers. Like Mark Andrews in the bottom of the fourth. Kenny Galladay on the Giants. Yeah. I can't believe that Mark Andrews <laughs> went before TJ Hawkinson. And someone took Kareem, too. All right. Jerome, roster currently looks as such. We have one running back, J.K. Dobbins, Stephon Diggs, Chris Godwin, Travis Kelsey. So we've got some real PPR monsters minus Dobbins. Um, what are you thinking? I, I'm thinking it's time for a running back. What are you thinking? Yeah, let's take a look at the running backs. So on the list, we have Josh Jacobs, Miles Gaskin in Miami, Mike Davis in Atlanta, Travis Etienne. Uh, in Jacksonville, Chase Edmonds, Melvin Gordon. Uh, oof. Uh, so Travis Etienne, he's uh, an interesting one. Um, you know, rookie, Jacksonville, new coach, new quarterback. Kind of scares me. Mike Davis, uh, Atlanta running backs are garbage. Um, I, I like Miles Gaskin. I just feel like he's going to be splitting a lot of his time. I mean, James Robinson had such a good year last year. Um, and it's so funny because he's actually not that far away. He's uh, four picks in the rank, uh, three three behind uh, his rookie counterpart this year. I'm Well, in, in point of fact, for what it's worth, and if you look on the left there, you can see all of them. You'll see that I'm like scrolling. Down. I don't, I still don't see James Robinson. So you know, Josh Jacobs is 50, for instance, Miles Gaskin 54, and then James Robinson is 80. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm going to go with Josh Jacobs. Um, I agree. We do need another running back while some good ones are still on the board. Yep. Um, and I believe Josh Jacobs in a in a PPR format will do all right. I agree. Yep. I'm I'm totally on board with this. I don't know why in the system his name is undercase, but either way. Josh Jacobs on our team. I'm not going to second think this. I'm not even going to look at any of the quarterbacks. Well, I guess I will on the board still. And we are in, um, I think, round what, seven? We're in round six. Six? Okay. So Prescott, Russell Wilson, Rodgers, Justin Herbert. I'm not, I'm not going to spend this pick. I will sit back. I will wait. I like. I like the leader quarterbacks. I like Jalen Hurts, Tom Brady, Matt Stafford a little bit, Joe Burrow a little bit, but I would still rather pick any of them than not go for Miles Gaskin here. Any arguments? Go for it. Negative. Word. And this is nice. By the way, I think I think that the way we're building this is very well done because a really, really good flex gives us a ton of opportunity during the season to like pivot and do what we need to do. So mm-hmm. we'll recap real quick. Again, Prescott did go next Boy, There has been a huge rush on tight ends. Put it in perspective. Wow. Well, Dallas Godert, Kyle Pitts, Logan Thomas, they're still available. That might be a move. Uh, anyway. So 
Herbs went, T. Higgins, Travis Etienne. By the way, hate hate the Etienne uh, placement there. I mean, I don't think Urban Meyer knows what the fuck is up. Um, Man, Jalen Hurts won already? Jalen Hurts did go. So in discussing quarterbacks, we still have Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, and Joe Burrow, Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan, Trevor Lawrence is somehow ranked 15 without ever playing a down. Um, I can't see that. I, I can't believe Trevor Lawrence is currently ranked above Kirk Cousins. I mean, for whatever it's worth. Or Baker. Or Baker. Yeah, these guys have actually played in the NFL. Um, okay. So, Kieran, I believe it is up to you. Currently on our roster, we have two, three running backs, two receivers, one tight end. Um, I think it might be time for a quarterback, boys. Okay. All right. Phoebe Seymour, what do you got? And... <laughs> we could stack. Oh, right now we could, I mean, excuse the pun, but we could stack with Brady and Godwin. It's not a bad move. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> we could, but then there's the bye week situation too. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd be much more comfortable that. with Stafford. Yeah, that's who I was. That's what I'm leaning towards here. Okay. Um, a little part of me wanted to pick Burrow just because, but also his knee is yeah. gone. Yeah. Um, but I think I think I gotta go Stafford in that case then. Okay. And just my just my heart's telling me Joe. My my brain's telling me Matthew. Well, no, I like this. And you mentioned bye weeks. Two of our running backs have the same bye week. Matthew Stafford, I'm I know has a bye week in week eleven, so that gives us definitely some good flexibility. I have no issue with taking Stafford here. Rome, you're good. Absolutely. Thank you, Wood. Word. All right, Jerome, you are next. I implore you to look at Kyle Pitts, please. Yeah. So that that is really interesting. Um, For what and... it's, oh, I'm sorry. Just real quick, let me let me uh, give the lay of the land. My apologies. Uh, next up in the rankings, specifically by the rankings, it is Melvin Gordon, Dallas Godert, Kyle Pitts, Raheem Mostert, David Johnson, Jerry Judy. Very interesting. Very interesting, actually. Leonard Fournette. Playoff Lenny. There you go. Does you, doesn't do you any good in fantasy, but... I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. Jerome, it is to you. So, if this were my team, I know Kyle Pitts does look relatively delicious uh, right now, but relatively. based on displayed <laughs> ability and my inkling that he will have a new and better quarterback this year. I'm actually I'm leaning towards Jerry Judy. Oh, interesting. I think, I think Rogers will end up in, in Denver and that will, that will absolutely skyrocket his, um, his numbers this year. Not to mention he didn't have terrible numbers last year with Drew Locke, who is as, as Eric has eloquently put a bag of garbage (laughs) i mean i I like it i think receiver is oh okay never mind we we already have a tight end yeah we need a starting receiver yeah we have like that's i like i i like the idea of possibly having kyle pitts as a flex yeah but like we would only really need him to play tight end when on kelsey's bye week that's it oh no 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 this is this, the decision is clear. I am 100% with you for Judy. 100%. Yeah. I'm not used to taking a third wide receiver. 
Yeah, I'm not used to taking a tight end so early, so I forgot that it was a hole. I, I love the Judy pick here. We gooch? Absolutely. We gooch. Okay, so Kyle Pitts obviously did go off the board. It's okay. We didn't care. Raheem Mostert, gone. T.Y. Hilton, gone. Wow, Pittman Jr. still on the board is interesting. <sighs> yeah. Um, at this point on the board, we get to a point where we're really going to start filling out our like, best player available is how I start to look at this because we've got all of our starters at this point. It's really not about, you know, filling a need so much as just, you know, I will look and see, for instance, Dobbins, Jock, Jacobs, Gaskin. I think that's a pretty solid bunch. There's no one there that really pops off the page. Um, the receiving core, I love Diggs, Godwin, Judy. Uh, Kelsey is an obvious win. So I I don't think there's any position that like we're really, really hurting on. But Boys, I think I'm gonna go Damian Harris here. I like I like the opportunity in New England. Um New like England, the, New England is poison for fantasy running backs. I know it's been poison. Uh, for I don't know. So, Sonny Sonny Michelle had a couple of good years for me in New England. Years ago. Okay, well, what about yeah. okay, so can I can I talk you into Devin Singletary then? For instance, a guy who is actually starting in Buffalo. Um, uh, I'm down. I had him in a league, and he he didn't blow my skirt up, but you know he has potential. I feel like he's a good like spot that, start. Yeah, I I feel like that's the kind of guy who can really explode. Um, and at this point, that's that's what you're really looking for is someone who what's, can. What's his what's his bye week situation? Singletary has a bye week. I don't know. Doesn't say. Ah, bye week seven. So he would have okay. the same bye week. Oh, oh duh, as Stephon Diggs. Yeah. <laughs> um, either way, boys, I like this. I, I want to go best player available. And when I look at suggestions, you know, the system really wants me to go Ronald Jones. Hate that. Hate that. Is there any reason why I should be looking at Michael Pittman? Is there well why we should be looking at Michael Pittman? Uh, by week fourteen, doesn't interfere with anything. I I I think Pittman had a good year last year. You know, I, mean, I, I don't think he's a terrible pick as like a, a spot start. Um, especially you know, in the if, AFC South. If Carson Wentz plays to his potential and and like bounces back after just a shitty year which could be you know attributed to not getting along with the the play caller so on and so forth there's potential for him to do really well yeah i think it's gonna be Pittman because when i look at it like yeah if if i pass on devin singletary and someone takes him which it'll happen i'm not gonna be like damn but if i pass on michael Pittman, i would be like uh, I probably should have taken Michael Pittman. So I think that's the move here. And that is what's going to happen. It is decided. It is decided. Especially if you're like picking a like running back in Buffalo, like their RB1 is Josh Allen. Yep, big so facts. Like... Well, and we, we talked a lot about it, but that was before me at least realizing that we had a back-to-back. So, all right, Stack, <laughs> where are you going? Nowhere. Um, Where you going? You going nowhere. nowhere. Um. Well, fuck. I didn't even realize we had the back-to-back either. So, as a quick aside here, in in the same class, 
for running backs. We're looking at Rojo and Tampa. Excuse me. Damian Harris, Kenyon Drake, Devin Singletary, Tariq Cohen, A.J. Dillon. For receivers, which I don't, I don't really think we need. Uh, Marvin Jones in Jacksonville. Mike Williams, eternally injured. Darnell Mooney, troll. Um, I don't know, Stack. I mean, what, what are you thinking? Well, you got Jamison Crowder. Yeah, he's got a new you know, fucking quarterback. There's there's a <laughs> lot of talk that he's going to be traded. He may not be a Jet uh, very soon. True. Um, I don't know. I mean, we, we is Devonta Smith we were... still on the board? I believe he is. He's normally around Jalen Rager. Is uh, that our reach pick? For sure. Nope. Devonta Smith was picked already. He was picked. Okay. Yes. So that's, two, that's he was ranked point, two spots below Devonte Parker. Wow. Well, I'll say this though. It's, it brings up a good point. I mean, right about now is kind of an upside moment because we're going to be sitting back. It's kind of like a planter flag kind of thing. Karen, what do you got? I don't know. I kind of like Devin Singletary. I did like the year he had last year. Um, another running back with this pick, I don't hate. Um, like we said, we have two running backs with the same bye week, so we're going to need someone in the in the running back slot come week eight. Um, I think I think I like Devin Singletary. I'm in. I concur. Singletary, oh, by the way, go. was not. We could have had Bell or Gurley. Singletary was not preferred. He was a four percent of experts agree, but fuck yeah, the well, I'm not picking. I'm not. I'm not picking Kenyon Drake or Damian Harris. So they can suck all of the dicks. <laughs> and so it is that Devin Singletary was chosen. I mean, Ronald Jones was just so inconsistent last year. It drove me crazy. Look, he's he's great, but that entire backfield is so murky. And they just picked up. I think wasn't it James White or another big pass catcher? And it's like. No one's going to have a lion's share of the work here. No one's, you know what I mean? Like, there's no, James White's still in New England. Oh, okay. Well, they, they brought in somebody, and I just, I don't know. I want no part of it. Okay. So, looking at who is available, the top dogs, if you will, if we're excluding backup quarterbacks, which I think is probably a smart move right now, and backup yeah. tight ends again, uh, I, I think so. So, we're looking at AJ Dillon, Gus Edwards, Jalen Rager. Shocking that the world has just given up on this dude completely. Uh, <laughs> Philip Lindsay in an eternal timeshare there in Houston. And some other schmuckatellis. Uh, Jerome, is there a particular position that you want me to focus in on? Let's take a look at tight ends real quick. Okay. So for tight ends right now, Logan Thomas available, Irv Smith Jr., Mike Gesicki, Tyler Higby, finally free of the uh, Gerald Everett Everett. problem. Um, (laughs) And Jared Gerf. uh, Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, and yada, yada, yada. Some other trash. If we're thinking tight end, I really like Kaseki. I just – it's not that I don't think one of these guys is a good contributor. I just feel like if you look at the lines here, eight teams or nine teams have chosen a tight end. We could wait. We could wait a whole nother two rounds right. and people probably won't have taken like, like John o. Smith. If you really like John o. Smith, you can wait another 
two or three rounds. He'll be there. Could go for the hand. Well, I mean, where are you where are you leaning right now, Jerome? It's your pick. You 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 tell me. Help me help you. Right. I mean, a bar- part of me wants the the homer, like you know, like hey, you know, Jalen Rager could have a really good year this year. Um, I do like Rager. He he, you know, I feel like he's gonna have a good year this year. You know, healthy second year with a determined quarterback who very, I mean, say whatever you want about Jalen hurts and, and the, the, the office in Philadelphia and how they feel about him. Jalen hurts wants to prove that he deserves the starting spot. Yeah, but that may not play. He's going to play his heart out. That may not mean that Jalen Rager is the beneficiary of that heart. Well, okay. So, so it's, it's between Jalen Rager and Devonta Smith are going to be the, the two biggest mouths to feed in that passing offense. Can I possibly interest you in Henry Ruggs, who I think has a greater potential? I mean, Henry Ruggs, for instance, has no competition. We're, we're talking about Devonta Smith. We're talking about possibly the Eagles not wanting to pass the ball. But we know for a fact that Derek Carr likes to throw it deep. We know yeah, that pull, pull, pull rugs up. So also Eric, I love that you're going full, full, just car salesman right now. I know you okay, like, I know okay. you like Jaron Rieger, but could, but could you possibly, but would you know that's Henry the Ruggs? classic line? That's the classic <laughs> sales line. All right, sir. I completely understand. Let me ask you a question. Would you consider, yeah. <laughs> would you consider is a hundred percent, a, a sales phrase like <laughs> what okay sir it's, i completely understand but would you consider all right what, what's, what's, day, his, what's his projection at the end the of the day year? didn't you see yourself inside christian kirk so no i don't see myself inside <laughs> christian kirk um i think okay so the projections right now um it's looking like he's projected to get about 43 catches for 700 yards, four touchdowns. And Rager, by contrast, is slated to get about 54 catches, a little bit less than four touchdowns, 738 yards. So it's a difference of 153 points for Rager versus 142 for Ruggs. I don't know. It's you're, you're probably just splitting hairs at this point, right? Like it's true. It's true. I, I'm the only reason I'm still leaning towards Rager at this point is that variety is a spice of life. And I'm trying not to have too many people. Like I'm trying not to double up on players from the same team, um, which is why I'm still sure. leaning Rager. Cause we don't have any other Eagles. I'm not saying we have to, but there are no other Eagles on the, on, on our team right now. We have a good smattering of different, uh, you know, um, you know, different teams, teams. different bye yeah. weeks. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean with Rager. Lock it in. Send it. Going full send, Jens. Okay. So it is my turn next. And let me guess, you're gonna pick the Rams defense. I am. <laughs> I, I am actually legit thinking about defense here. I really am. I think. Well, I mean, it's the twelfth. It's the twelfth round, and and in like. 
teams, those top three teams score enough points on defense over the course of the year that those are the game changing, you know, yeah, you know, no, that's, teams. that was, that was that exactly, it's not just that dude. Like, okay, let me put it like this. All right. So we could not go defense. We could uh, go somewhere else and okay. There's, you could go with AJ Dillon. That's a fine option. He's a backup. You can go with a backup tight end. Okay. Gus Edwards, little handcuff action there with uh, J.K. Dobbins being our first running back. Not a bad choice. I just, at this point, and we've got the back-to-back. We don't have a backup quarterback. Oh, we don't either. have the back-to-back. Yeah, no, I'm going I'm going defense and anticipating there being a run and us having like. Oh, no, no. I, I 100% concur. There are no defenses off the board yet. It means we get the first pick. Yeah. Of the defenses, of defenses. it's it, and I know who you're going to pick, and I can agree it's got to be the Rams. Mm-hmm. I don't vibe with that at all. Actually, I was going to take the Steelers, and that's that's where I'm going with this. Um, and here's here is my reasoning: when you're picking a defense, obviously, not to tell you guys something you don't know, but when you're picking a defense, it's really you have to look at the whole team and the the formula by which the team wants to operate. The Rams are going to be passing the ball downfield more. I think the offense is going to score more points, be more high octane. And when that happens, you can almost never get a defense to be super like ridiculously excellent. Look at the chiefs, look at the Colts in the two thousands. I think the Steelers by contrast, man, they're, they just drafted a running back in the first round. Um, Ben throws the ball like two yards. This is going to be a team that is going to inch down the field like run the clock um, and the defense is just going to be super well rested. Long story short, plus not only that, but the Rams also are not going to be on the field though, to get points is what you're saying. Well, by that logic. Well, it, fair. You can't see, you can't score points if you're not on the field. I mean, I mean, fair, but they've also got great blitzing options and all that shit. Plus, you know, honestly in the Steelers division, they face Lamar Jackson, Baker Mayfield, Joe Burrow. Okay. In the Rams, they face Russell Wilson, probably Trey Lance. I don't know, but then Kyler Murray and those guys put up points. I'm going. I'm going Steelers. True. Any okay. arguments? Steelers it is number you four defense. Me. Not going to hate it. Word word word. The question is, did any defenses go? Okay, there so go the Rams go. Yeah. Wow. All right, so that was a bad choice because – and the, the reason why we could say that, fans at home, is because one defense went. So we really probably could have waited. And I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what we did. Okay. I concur. Well, I'm should. living and dying with this team. <laughs> that we'll never see again. Um, okay, yeah. Karen, we've got three slots, three rounds left. Uh, we've got a back-to-back pick here. God, that mustache on Gio Bernard is so excellent. Um, it doesn't look real. Oh, but it is, my friend. Oh, but it is. It looks like his evil twin. <laughs> it really does. Um, okay. So I think really, I mean, what, what positionally are you looking for? We've got one, two, five receivers, and I think five receivers, four running backs, um, if we're looking at, for instance, receivers, or, or if we're looking at running backs, we have Alexander Madison, Tevin Coleman, who's a Jet now, and possibly the starter. Actually, we don't know who's the starter in 
New York. Uh, Gio Bernard, who that's the guy I was trying to think of in Tampa. Marlon Mack coming off an ACL. Yeah, Giovanni Bernard is also on a team with the hardest strength of schedule. Yep. Fair. Um, Christian Kirk for receivers. Bashad Perriman, who is probably the number one receiver in Detroit. Darius Slayton. Uh, and, and Emmanuel Sanders, who is like forever old. Um, <laughs> so the Frank Gore of wide receivers. <laughs> now, I don't hate the idea. Um, since we picked so late with a quarterback, I don't hate the idea of going Ryan Tannehill here. I don't like it. Yeah, doesn't, I, was, like, I was thinking I was, I was waffling between another wide receiver or a back quarterback. Um, and I do like Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Um, I don't know. Like I said, he's a system guy. He works in that system in Tennessee. Um, I don't see any reason why he wouldn't be a good fit for a backup quarterback, especially for a spot start. If they're playing someone AFC South, that's not particularly good. Um, Houston. Uh, yeah. I know. I agree, yeah. man. I, I agree. I, I, think I, like, I think I like Tannehill. And it's not just especially that. It's like... Especially for some, you know, a couple screen passes to Derrick Henry. Thank you very much. Yeah. Now, okay, here's the question. So we've got uh... – Matt Stafford, before we draft uh, Tannehill, got to know what oh, yeah. by week. By week. So it is by week number 13. We are safe. Stafford is 11. Yeah, I like that. And it's not just that, dude. It's like he's he's ranked 104. The receiver that we would be looking at is ranked 158. So, yeah. Jerome, any questions? Any concerns? No. Sick. Well, it is your pick, Jerome. So if you liked any of the other dudes we were just talking about, now is the time. Otherwise, we could go kicker. Yeah, let me show me the kickers. I think it's probably everyone. Yeah, Justin Tucker, yeah. Harrison Bucker, Young Ho Koo, uh, Greg Zerline, Greg the Leg. I, I love mean, Greg. Your pick. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I, I would say go tuck, and it's for the same point that we were making before. Justin Tucker's gonna put a ton of points up this year. Like, why not grab someone that's going to – you're going to get points. Like, he's going to give you points that could mean your season. Like, And it's not like we're picking too high. It's the 14th pick, and you're going to have the number one rated kicker who's going to guarantee you points this year. You yeah. know, yeah, there, there are plenty of kickers out there, like, you know, Jake Elliott, Brandon McManus, Joe Sly, Daniel Carlson, that, you know, you could you could fuck around and and, you know – just pick a kicker, you know, per week, depending on the matchups, Yeah, you know, but if you have an opportunity to have the best kicker in the league, you fucking take it because the chances of that, that one wide receiver you for, for one, like that you're going to pick right now that he's going to either be a, a breakout or B give you a winning week. Like we're talking about a starting player on your roster, who's going to provide you points that could mean you win more weeks and not than that one off chance player that hopeful that may or may not play. You might drop him week two. Yeah. You're not going to drop talk. You're not going to drop talk week one. I, you're going to hang on to him the whole year unless he gets hurt. I think there's no argument here. The only thing that I would normally, and this is just, um, you know, a little penny for my thoughts moment. But like, the only thing is when I'm drafting a kicker for fantasy football, I almost always like to, if it's a tie for me in my head, which is not in this situation. But for instance, if Justin Tucker was gone and it was Young Hoku versus Harrison Butker, who am I going to take? It's always, always going to be a kicker 
who plays indoors for half of his games because there's just so mm-hmm. many less variables. Like you don't have to worry about Harrison Bucker or you don't have to worry about Young Hoku kicking in the snow if he's at home. It, it's just – Or in the wind or anything like that. Like right. Harrison Bucker playing in Kansas City, you could be kicking in all four seasons in one game. Right. Or And for what it's worth, Young Hoku, for instance, he plays in a dome. Uh, you know, for Atlanta, but then when he's playing his divisional foes, he's either in Tampa Bay or he's in a dome in New Orleans or he's in Carolina. Like, I'm not, I'm just not worried about, you know, the environment affecting this dude. But I think Tucker's the move here. Stack, you good? I'm good with it. Word. Did that make sense what I'm going about there with the kicker? Yeah. No, that does for sure. We we also, man, I got to say, like, and this was, it was my idea, so fuck me, but. There goes all the defenses. Su- yeah, we super fucked up with picking the defense so early. <laughs> <laughs> because, man, we could have, we could have waited until the, like, the 15th round, or the, excuse me, the 14th round. All right, Karen, finish this up here. We've got one more bench spot left. Uh, let's look and see which are the suggestions. Uh, Alexander Madison, Gio Bernard, wow, Christian Kirk. I'm really glad we didn't take any of those guys because they're still available. Yeah, you tell me. Um, yeah, it's right. The computer it, doesn't want you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Let's see. We got one, two. I think I like Kirk here. Kirk. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he had a good year as the wide receiver two behind B Hop. Um, I think he's gonna have another good year. He's a, you know, he's good for a spot start. You know someone goes down in Arizona, he's going to be the new guy. Um, I think personally he lit me up whenever I played against him last year. So. I like it. Jerome. I concur. Mr. Irrelevant. Welcome to the squad. Fuck face. All right. And this will provide us with what the system thinks our results look like. We scored a B plus an 89 out of a 100. Better than it in college. (laughs) <laughs> I like I think we had a, like a major turning point like right there in the beginning um, with the whole when do you take your first running back thing do you reach for the first running back do you just do you go for the kind of positional win like Kelsey and then Stefan Diggs I mean that's gonna that like like the situation that we were in with last pick there's no reaching for a good running back at that point all the running good running backs are gone so it's like it's sure. positional favorites what what are you looking at that's why you know going with digs was you know i think it was prudent and you know for what it's worth this is we ended up at with starters of josh jacobs miles gaskin and jk dobbins i see that as a huge win honestly um which is kind of a lesson. I mean, for what it's worth, a lesson for me, for instance, which is kind of like a reason why you do these kind of mock drafts is like, maybe I always love to take a running back with one of my first two picks, but clearly like we didn't need to, we got clear positional wins with our two first picks and we were still able to, you know, line it up. Do you guys have any takeaways from this? I mean, could have waited a little while, waited one more round, maybe for defense. I still stand yeah. beside picking the, the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I yeah. still think they would have been there for our next pick after that, but 
I, I see exactly because I think the Rams went right around where we would have been picking in the. In no, the they round went before. After. They went before. Oh, they did go before. Okay. Yeah. Like we picked the they, Steelers, but still the, Ram, but the still Rams, Rams went four picks left. later. Yeah. Like. Right. So, but I mean, the Rams would have gotten picked down anyway. The Steelers still would have been there for us. Yeah, and I mean, I, I come away with this with the same takeaways I I almost always do, and that's, God, I can't believe that morons would pick quarterbacks that early and I'm just not going to pay that price. That's like, mm-hmm. that's the kind like someone taking, excuse me, Kyler Murray in the early third or someone taking Pat Mahomes at the late second. I just can't see it. I can't. Pat and Mahomes like, is a, as a late second. I can see. And like, if he's there, I'm going to have a hard time not taking him just because it's Pat Mahomes, but any other quarterback, like that's, it's like, that's the difference though. It's like, it's Pat Mahomes and then it's a gigantic drop off. And then it's, Everyone else bunched together in fourth, fifth round. I don't know, man. I the only quarterback that I could see myself taking in the second round is Kyler Murray, um, which may be shocking, but I just I think there's a guy like when you look at Josh Allen. I think we've seen pretty much the peak of what we're going to see with Josh Allen. I think that's that's about as I don't know what else he's going to do. That's going to be better than that last year for fantasy. But Kyler Murray, I don't think that's true. I mean, he just, in terms of passing, I think there's a lot of improvement that we could see from him, but we know that he's going to be running the ball for over 700 yards, and that's a fucking cheat code. You know what I mean? I, 100%. For sure. Interesting. Interesting, interesting. All right. So that was our mock draft. I had a lot of fun with that, boys. I think we should do another one before the uh, before the season starts. What do you think? Agreed. You know I'm you know I'm always down to talk football with you, bitch. Oh, what a cutie! Is it can that can that be a thing for like whenever a new season's coming up? We do like a mock hockey, mock NBA, fuck mock baseball because I won't. Fan, that I, fantasy baseball is a second full time job. I'll be honest and say that. While I know the two sports you mentioned, and I know like the players, I don't know at all how the fantasy version of them works. That's and I think fun. it would it would probably be a monster failure. But <laughs> first overall, Jack Eichel. Hey, <laughs> is Ryan Miller available? Can I <laughs> can I pick Ryan so, yeah. Miller? Does so, the no, computer I'll, I'll take, take... who does the computer say I should pick? Yeah, pick that guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, right. yeah. First overall, we're gonna go Jack Eichel. Okay, great. Yeah, he's playing for the Rangers that year anyway, so it's fine. No, this is this is how I see it going down. Two rounds in, and it would be Jerome. Jerome, it's our pick. Jerome, wake up, please. Up, oh, we're on auto draft. Damn it, Karen, we're on auto draft for the rest of the thing. All right, let's just talk. Everybody's <laughs> drafting so fast. What is this? When did this become an expert league? <laughs> it's Jerome, a kicker get- year. It's a kicker year. What's going on? you know what jerome you know what i'll just i'll get i'll give you five dollars if you can pronounce that third line center for the detroit red wings right now if you can pronounce that fucking finnish guy's name i'll give you five dollars and you can win the league i bet you ten dollars jerome didn't know there were three lines for the detroit red wings oh fuck you i know there are multiple (laughs) lines dick bag how many lines of forwards four there you go there you go it was a really good guess 
<laughs> how many? How many? How many defensive pairs? Oh, stop! Three. Not a boy. He's okay. got it pulled up somewhere. Show me your phone. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, what a porn video. Why are you looking at a horse doing that to someone? That's just weird. You're weird. Come on, man. That's his dog. It's fine. <laughs> the horse insult the, the guy in, insulted the horse's mother. I mean, what was it? What, what's a horse going to do? He's going to shove his baseball sized cock in that guy's ass. And I think that's it. <laughs> I think that's it. Nah, that's not it. Uh, uh, <laughs> we can, we can. Oh, see, even the computer is telling us that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> We're done here. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. We had a ton of fun. We miss you. You probably didn't even know we existed. We don't care. Have a good night. Be safe. Bye. Bye. I paid my dues. Time after time I've done my sentence But committed no crime And bad mistakes I've made a few